Welcome to Supercharge Your Health, the show where you learn how to burn fat, build muscle, reverse aging, and supercharge your energy levels so you can live life to the max. This is your host, Dr. David Jockers, and on today's show, the big focus is going to be on a crippling mental disease, how to beat Alzheimer's disease naturally. So if you know somebody that has Alzheimer's disease or maybe has a family history of Alzheimer's disease, really important that that individual listens to today's show. You know, if you don't have a history, if maybe you're a young individual and you're thinking, well, you know, I don't have Alzheimer's disease. I don't know any of my family members that do. Why should I listen to this? Well, we're going to go through some of the best tips for healthy brain function. So no matter where you're at in your life, you are going to get something out of today's podcast But our focus in the beginning here is going to be on this crippling mental disease, Alzheimer's. And one of the fastest growing diseases in the industrial world is Alzheimer's disease. It's characterized by massive degeneration of the brain that causes disruptions in memory, cognition, personality, and finally culminates with brain death. Approximately 5.4 million Americans have Alzheimer's disease. And that number is expected to go up to 15 million, so just about triple by the year 2050. So we've got to take action now to prevent and reverse Alzheimer's disease with natural strategies. So this disease is just massively crippling. You know, I know so many individuals who've had it or family members that have had it, and it's like they can't remember their their grandkids' names. They think that their spouse is still alive. They, um, they really can't function at all, and so they need constant supervision, and it really becomes a burden. You know, this is one of the big differences between the healthy elderly in some of the longest-lived cultures, like in Hunza in, in the Indian Pakistan area, or um, the Vilakabamans in Ecuador, the Okinawas in Japan. Um, these cultures, the elderly are revered. In fact, they are, the, the, the kids actually fight for who will, allow, who will be able to hold on to the spouse because – I'm sorry, the, the elders because they are such an asset to the community because they have wisdom and intelligence and skills that they're still able to utilize. Whereas in America, when you get sick – when I mean as you age in America, almost everybody gets sick. They get decrepit. They get diseased. And what ends up happening is – they have to be watched. They, be, they become more or less a burden to society or a burden to their family. And Alzheimer's disease cripples the individual's brain to the point where they cannot form new memories. They are a danger to themselves because they are entirely unable to take care of even the most basic needs. Most of these individuals will survive for five to 10 years with Alzheimer's disease. You know, if I were developing this crippling disease, I'd rather just be, have it be over. I would rather just um, not have to go through the pain, the agony, um, you know, obviously not able to take care of yourself, a burden to your family. And then, of course, you know, over time, not even be able to use your, your bowels. And, and a lot of them end up in a nursing home with diapers on and just really just unable to, to, to care for themselves. 
So these individuals, as we were talking about, they need constant caregiving, which creates a massive economic burden on the family. New reports show that there are more than 15 million Americans providing care for someone with Alzheimer's disease. So 15 million Americans are providing care for someone with Alzheimer's disease or contributing financially. That's a tremendous, tremendous financial, physical, and emotional burden to help care for a loved one with Alzheimer's disease. The average caregiver taking care of someone with Alzheimer's encounters over $50,000 in out-of-pocket expenses each year. Research has shown that Alzheimer's disease development and progression is highly influenced by lifestyle factors. A recent study published in the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease confirmed earlier reports that the disease is characterized by chronic inflammation and insulin resistance in the brain. In fact, researchers have titled this pathophysiological pattern type 3 diabetes. So Alzheimer's disease is diabetes of the brain. These researchers found that as blood sugar signaling patterns are disrupted, it leads to elevated blood sugar and the formation of advanced glycolytic end products, AGEs, advanced glycolytic end products. AGEs are highly inflammatory and they cause massive destruction throughout the body and have an affinity for neurological tissue. The AGEs destroy cell membrane function and damage insulin receptor activity, creating a vicious cycle of elevated blood sugar and inflammatory stress. The brain is primarily water, fat, and cholesterol. These are all key building blocks for promoting healthy brain function and rebuilding a damaged brain. The proper diet to beat Alzheimer's is rich in phytonutrient dense vegetables, healthy fat and clean protein sources, healthy fat sources like coconut, avocados, olive oil, and sprouted nuts and seeds. They take a central role in the diet to promote healthy brain function. Well, some people are like, well, sprouted nuts and seeds, what does that mean? Well, you know, almonds, for example, almonds have phytic acids and enzyme inhibitors on them. So they actually have nutrients, or I should say anti-nutrients on them that pull things like calcium, magnesium, zinc out of our body. Also, the enzyme inhibitors such as trypsin inhibitor and tyrosine kinase inhibitor, they actually block the major enzymes that are used in the formation of memory. So eating a lot of nuts and seeds is not a good idea. I recommend soaking nuts in water overnight and you'll see with the almonds, they, they, it's not that they sprout a tail, but that the end gets real white. They get real plump. They absorb the water, and it pulls out phytic acids and enzyme inhibitors. They taste better that way. So you can soak nuts and seeds, and you actually make them more bioavailable for your body, meaning that you're able to derive more of the nutrient value out of the nuts and seeds, and you take in less of the anti-nutrients and the inflammatory compounds. I love coconut, coconut milk, coconut butter, coconut flakes, coconut oil. Absolutely phenomenal stuff for your brain. Avocados, you should eat an avocado a day. Will keep your brain strong, healthy, and free. So you want to make sure you're eating avocados, extra virgin olive oil, using that in the raw form, never cooking with it. But using that in the raw form on salads, meats, marinades, different things like that, very effective. Healthy proteins include wild-caught fish, 
grass-fed red meat, and organic chicken, turkey, and eggs. Grass-fed beef is loaded with long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, saturated fat cholesterol, vitamin B12, and conjugated linoleic acid, CLA, and all of these things are necessary for healthy neurological function. So our brain, it needs saturated fat. It needs high-quality omega-3 fats. It needs cholesterol. It needs B12. It needs CLA to be able to perform optimally. And you know what has that? Grass-fed beef, grass-fed raw dairy, so grass-fed raw cheese, something called Amasi, which is a fermented raw dairy from a company called Beyond Organic. Really good stuff. Also, eggs, organic eggs, free-range ch chicken, turkey. These are powerful superfood nutrients. Additionally, even just outside of the nutrients we talked about, grass-fed beef contains carnosine, which is a powerful antioxidant that protects the brain. And wild-caught salmon contains astaxanthin, extraordinarily powerful antioxidant. Organic pasture-fed eggs have retinol, lutein, and zeaxanthin. So these are all carotenoids. And these fat-soluble antioxidants protect the brain and the neurological tissue from AGEs, from these advanced glycolytic end products and other damaging free radicals. So we want to get these good fats these high-powered antioxidants coming in from these healthy, uh, wild-raised animal products. This is the kind of stuff we want. Also, we talked about 100% grass-fed raw fermented dairy. We have things like Amasi, Kefir, Cheese, and whey, grass-fed whey protein. They're packed full of brain-building nutrients, and they protect the gut and de-inflame the body. You can also use superfood herbs like turmeric, cinnamon, cloves, oregano, rosemary, thyme, ginger, basil, boswellia. These are kinds of things that should be used as much as possible. They are powerhouses when it comes to nutrient potential for the brain. So we love these kind of herbs. So we look at one of them, for example, one of my favorites is turmeric. Turmeric is the fourth highest antioxidant-rich herb. Turmeric boosts levels of natural intracellular antioxidants like glutathione, superoxide dismutase, and catalase. So these antioxidants, they help protect the brain. They help buffer against free radical stress and detoxify the brain from environmental stressors, things like heavy metals, things like pesticides and herbicides and phthalates from plastics. Turmeric also improves blood flow and reduces brain inflammation. The effect of this accelerates cognitive execution. So we're not just talking about uh, preventing Alzheimer's disease, but we're talking about improving our brain function in general. And the great thing is turmeric helps improve blood flow. It helps reduce brain inflammation, accelerating your cognitive function, making you neurologically sharper. You can also look at something, for example, like rosemary. Rosemary grows like a weed out here in the southeast, and rosemary is a great brain stimulant that prevents the breakdown of a key neurotransmitter named acetylcholine. This molecule allows for the neuronal cells that are responsible for cognitive processing and memory consolidation 
to communicate more effectively with one another. So adding rosemary to your meals, putting it on your chicken, putting it on your grass-fed beef, very good idea for healthy brain function. These are the kind of activities we want to do. I know for myself, I put oregano, I put rosemary, basil, thyme on my meat all the time. So when I eat my dinner, for example, it's always some sort of a healthy protein. It could be organic free-range chicken or turkey or pasture-fed eggs. It could be wild-caught salmon. My favorite, though, what my body runs really well on is grass-fed beef. And I'll make my grass-fed beef, either ground beef or grass-fed hot dogs, for example, from Beyond Organic or Summer Sausage or Ranch Roast. I mean, they have so many different types. It's absolutely amazing stuff that really, really tastes great. And it's 100% grass-fed cows. And you know what's awesome about Beyond Organic is that the farm is in the middle of everywhere, as my friend Jordan Rubin calls it, but it's really in the middle of nowhere. It's in southern Missouri. There's almost nothing going on out there. And um, it's a farm that's well-protected. So there's no cross-contamination of harsh chemicals around this area. These cows are able to graze on fresh organic grass of a multitude of different strains of grass. They enjoy their life and they're slaughtered or, you know, obviously they have dairy cattle as well, or they are giving milk, you know, and and they're able to do it in such a way, for example, they give milk to where they are not abused. It's only a half hour a day, and it's actually very healthy for them because their udders get so large. And so it's really just amazing, amazing spiritual process that they go through. And their products, for example, their beef is so rich in mega nutrients, like we talked about, brain-boosting nutrients. So I'll make some grass-fed beef. I'll have a big, gigantic salad. I'll cover everything with fresh squeezed lemon, a little bit of apple cider vinegar. I'll put extra virgin olive oil on it. And then I will put tons of herbs, healthy herbs like we talked about, oregano, basil, thyme, rosemary. Not only does it smell great, but it tastes great. This is the kind of meal plan you want. Um, For myself, I love onions. Onions are so rich in sulfur, and I want to add lots of sulfur because sulfur helps the body detoxify. So I love that. So obviously, we want to help boost sulfur content. So I love to use red onions are my favorite, which also contain anthocyanins. That's what actually gives them their purple color. Very powerful chemoprotective agent. Very, very powerful for reducing oxidative stress in the body. So these are the kind of meals we want to prepare on a regular basis. Myself, personally, I like raw and liquid foods during the day. And then in the evening, that's when I like to have cooked foods, like we were talking about grass-fed beef, raw vegetables, really good stuff. Critical nutrients for brain health. Regular exercise and sun exposure are extremely critical factors to boost oxygenation, anti-aging hormones, and vitamin D3 levels. Vitamin D3 supplementation of 10,000 international units daily is often needed. People ask me all the time, how much vitamin D should I take? And you know, it rarely varies based on your skin color, your sun exposure, your weight, your body fat percentage, right? There's a lot of factors that go into it. However, general recommendation is going to be this. For somebody that's not getting enough sunlight on a regular basis to produce their own, or maybe let's say in the winter time, 
when none of us are able to produce our own outside in the wintertime, here's what we want to do. So if you're under 100 pounds, okay, so if you're under 50 pounds, you'd look at 2,000 units. If you're under 100 pounds, 50 to 100 pounds, 4,000 units a day. If you are between 100 and 150 pounds, 6,000. If you're 150 to 200 pounds, 8,000. If you are 200 to 250 pounds, 10,000. 250 to 300 pounds, 12,000. I think you get it. For every, for every 50 pounds of body weight, you want to add 2,000 international units per day. Now, if you're white-skinned and you're able to get out in the summertime and get 50% of your body, meaning that you've got no shirt on, a bathing suit on, and you're able to get high-quality sun exposure between the peak hours of 10 and 2, 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes can give you that amount, the amount that you need. Okay, So if you do that, if you're able to do that, you're able to sunbathe 20 to 30 minutes, then don't take vitamin D that day. Now, if you are dark-skinned or very tan or, or let's say Hispanic, Okay, if you're Hispanic, you might need 40 to 50 minutes. If you're black-skinned, you're going to need over an hour, at least an hour to get that, that amount in peak sunlight hours with at least 50% of your body weight, your, I'm sorry, your body exposed to the sun. So these are the general recommendations for optimal vitamin D levels. Most people are not able to get it from the sun. They don't have access to a vitamin D tanning bed, so they will be supplementing with it. Now, if you want to get it from whole food, real food sources, it's not easy, but you got to eat a lot of egg yolk. So organic egg yolk, organic pasture-fed eggs. The more grass the chicken or turkey eats, the chicken in this case, of course, the more vitamin D they will have. So you can get it from that. You can get it from beef liver. Okay, So if you're eating you know, monstrous piece of liver, you're eating six egg, egg yolks um, in a day. That combination, you should have enough vitamin D. Most people aren't eating the gigantic liver and the six egg yolks. Um, if you do eat six egg yolks raw to get your vitamin D, like let's say you put it in a shake or something along those lines, then get half the amount. Take half the amount of supplementation. So that's kind of your general recommendation. Individuals at risk for Alzheimer's disease, they also have sleep challenges throughout their lives and they have reduced melatonin signaling systems in their brain. So establishing regular sleep cycles, going to bed early and getting eight full hours of sleep is essential. Also using certain teas with herbs like valerian root, chamomile and passionflower can be especially useful. You know, I use a tea called Nighty Night Tea from traditional medicinals. It's an organic tea. It has organic valerian, passionflower and chamomile. Passionflower and chamomile not only help you sleep better, but they also help your body detoxify from bad estrogen molecules. So you get the mutual crossover benefit right there that is very, very helpful for your body. So these are the kind of things that we want to be doing on a regular basis. Really sleeping well. Best hours to sleep are going to be 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., I would say, to get eight hours of sleep, about 10 p.m. to 8 or I'm sorry, to 6 a.m. Now, if you were to do 9 to 5, that's great too. Most of us are just not able to wind down and get to bed by then. However, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. is a great goal to shoot for. Myself, I do more of a 10.30 to 6.30, 11 to 7 kind of thing. But you know what? Ideally, I should scale back too. I'll get more quality sleep if I go to bed earlier 
the earlier you sleep, the better off you are. They say an hour of sleep before midnight is equivalent to three hours of sleep after midnight. So really, really powerful um, approach. Now, another great therapy for somebody with Alzheimer's disease or somebody that just wants to improve their brain function is music therapy. You see, Alzheimer's disease is associated with damage to the temporal lobe. That's the same lobe that's used to process and direct memories. Music stimulates not only direct memories, but other circumstances surrounding that musical experience. Researchers have found that listening to music can indirectly stimulate memory fragments that would not otherwise be retrieved. This helps provide emotional comfort and improve brain function. So it stimulates the temporal lobe and it actually helps link and coordinate different connections in the brain. It helps connect emotional control with brain function. And our emotions are really the stimulation, necessary stimulation for memory. I mean, just think about it. If you go out and you just have a random day, nothing extraordinary happens, nothing emotional happens, you think then two weeks go by, you, you don't remember that day. You really don't have any memories from that day. However, if you go through a day and you know, you let's say you go on a first date and you get a kiss, right? You'll remember that. You get your driver's license. Wow, what a peak experience. You, you know, win some money. Um, somebody says just the greatest compliment ever, or it's your birthday and you're being showered with praise and gifts. I mean, these are experiences we remember because our emotions are involved. And so music really helps stimulate powerful emotions. I mean, there's a lot of people that remember their class song, their high school class song, 50 years later, they remember it because that song evoked certain emotions in their life. And so we want to evoke those emotions. Emotions help stimulate deeper areas of memory and brain function. So again, whether you have Alzheimer's disease or you're just trying to improve your brain function, using music is amazing. It's an amazing approach. I personally prefer inspirational music that is only instrumental for relaxation. So, you know, I like classical style of music when I want to really just relax or just a lower beat, lower key music. I could have singing in there, but just some sort of a uh, not as stimulating a music when I'm trying to relax. However, when I want energy, I want worship music. I want inspiring, empowering worship music. I, that really just helps supercharge my energy levels. And I believe those forms of music are divinely inspired and they lift our spirits better than any other form of music. Music clearly with immoral or depressing lyrics is poison to the spirit. And I highly recommend avoiding that form of music. So we want music that is a gift to God. We want music that is beautiful, harmonious, where the lyrics are worshiping the Lord, that they are honoring him and that they are inspiring and engaging us to be better individuals, better servants of the almighty. This is what we want. Classical or light music can also help calm and relax blood pressure. Researchers have shown that listening to calming music for periods of time every single day is extremely effective for stabilizing blood sugar levels. So whether you have high blood sugar, high blood pressure, Listening to, to music, calming music, enjoying joyful music really helps relax you. 
Music therapy is used to help patients with neurological conditions like Parkinson's, ALS, multiple sclerosis, by stimulating unique regions, enhancing blood flow and metabolism in those areas of the brain. So oftentimes these areas of the brain are starving. They're malnourished. They're not getting the nutrients that they need in order to perform well. And so by listening to high-quality music, it helps the body adapt. It helps bring more blood supply into those regions, which then gives it a greater and greater and greater survival advantage. So awesome stuff, talking all about beating Alzheimer's, improving your brain function. And if you're listening, I think you'd really enjoy my book, Supercharge Your Brain. I talked about two of the over 100 strategies to take control of your brain function that I wrote in this book. And so if you want that book, Supercharge Your Brain, just go to my website, drjockers.com, dr J-O-C-K-E-R-S.com. There you will find it. And this is from Dr. Josh Axe, the author of The Real Food Diet Cookbook and The Secret Detox. He read my book and this is what he said. He said, if you want to increase your energy, burn fat and improve your brain function, then Supercharge Your Brain is the book for you. Dr. Jockers covers a range of topics from superfoods to brain-boosting foods that have been proven through science and patient success stories. Dr. Jockers is an incredible writer and gives you an in-depth nutritional wisdom, but yet keeps it simple enough that anyone can understand the advice and apply it to their life. If you want a book that is revolutionary and yet backed by ancient wisdom, then you are going to love Supercharge Your Brain. You know, if you're out there and you want to improve your brain function, I'd highly recommend picking up that book. And if you're local to the Atlanta area, On my website, drjockers.com, you'll see we're doing a workshop, Supercharge Your Brain. It is Thursday night, November 7th at 6 p.m. I'm going to be breaking down each of the principles that I talk about in the book, showing you success strategies that you can apply to take back control of your life and your health. So again, go to drjockers, D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S.com, sign up for the newsletter, We'll see you there, and we'll see you back right here on Supercharge Your Health next week with a brand new show and exciting health topics. Signing off, this is Dr. Jockers.